It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. In our continuation of looking into the profession of being a licensed real estate agent, today we talk about an especially somber but very important topic, realtor safety. It's cliche to say, but with this episode, we really want listeners to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. It's our hope that by the end of our time together today, we shed some light on some of the professional practices of many realtors that help ensure their safety as they embark on helping people buy and sell their homes. Now, here is the, the, the absolute picture of safety himself, your real estate advisor, Mr. Jason Wilcox. It's good that I'm the picture of safety because we sure as hell know I'm not the picture <laughs> of healthy. So at least I got that going for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing today, Lou? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We're talking about uh, we're talking about real estate, and we're talking about safety. So I guess it's something you do have to think about, right? I mean, I guess like you know, it seems like why, but when you really think about it, you know, you could find yourself in a situation. Yeah, and 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 there is actual realtor safety month. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So full disclosure, even though this podcast is not airing until the end of October, October 22nd, um, we are recording this on September 29th and uh, we are wrapping up September, which is Realtor Safety Month. September is Realtor Safety Month. Yes. um, You know, it's interesting because, you know, when you talk to 95% of people about buying and selling houses, they think Zillow, they think pretty pictures on the internet, they think, you know, Sunday open houses and touring through all these beautiful houses and freshly baked cookies and going to check out the backyard and the neighborhood and, oh, look at how close this is to, you know, the local farmer's market and all this fun stuff. But unfortunately, there are those... um, less desirable people out there with uh, less than desirable um, intentions. Uh And unfortunately, by nature of what we do, when you think about some of the crazy things that we as realtors do in our profession, we have to think safety. And so it's a little bit more of a depressing topic today. I'm not going to try to dwell on it too much. And I'm going to even try to have maybe just a little, just a little fun with it. Um, I do want to spend the majority of the time just talking about some things as to why we do what we do. And you may not agree with your realtor's policies in terms of how they practice their business, but you need to understand where we're coming from because it's a very scary and dangerous uh, job for us at times, which you wouldn't think, but it is. All right. It's definitely something that uh, we're going to be getting into. So as we said, September is Realtor Safety Month. So I hope that uh, in September you kept all your realtors safe. 
Yes. <laughs> and what are what are NAR statistics? So you're going to see this come up a lot. NAR is NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors and National A Association of our realtors. Um, that's kind of like our national governing body. They're the ones who, um, you know, help us with education. They help with getting information out to the public as well as out to realtors. Realtors, they just, they do a lot of great work for us in uh, the, the real estate community. They're a great organization that help the betterment of the real estate community as a profession and the real estate community that, uh, to the to the to the community who actually need information um, and sources and uh, resources and, and material about the the real estate um, community in general. I hope that made sense. I think I was rambling there for a second, um, but anyways. So NAR every year puts out uh, statistics. They put out uh, what they call. Um, their member safety report. And so I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. Um, the, the, I can, if I didn't do it, I'll put the link in the notes so that uh, after the, the show uh, listening to it, you can, you can follow the link uh, to pull up this uh, document. But I just kind of wanted to read through some of their safety statistics, which I thought was really interesting. So these are the 2020 statistics that have come out. Uh, realtors that experienced a situation that made them fear for their personal safety or safety of their personal information. In 2020, 23% of all realtors said yes. Um, they were in, they experienced a situation that made them fear for their personal safety or the safety of their personal information. Mm. Um, for um, those people that said yes, those situations in which a realtor feared their personal for their personal safety, 31% said it was during an open house, 31% said it was during a showing, 27% said while meeting a new client for the first time at a secluded location or property. Oh, secluded. Secluded, ooh. 27% uh, <laughs> said after receiving a threatening or inappropriate email, text message, phone call, or voicemail. 23% said other, 8% said while meeting a new client for the first time in a public place, and 3% said while driving your car, their car. Um, over the past 12 months, realtors who have met a new or prospective client alone at a secluded property or location, 39% said yes. Now, the reason I want to focus on that is think about that. Okay. Think about what other professions where you would meet a brand new client, someone you have never met, never talked to, never engaged with, don't have any remote connection to, and you meet them alone at a secluded location or property. I'm pretty sure Steven Spielberg or M. Night Shyamalan have made a movie about this at some point. Like another profession, hooker. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a different website. That's that different producer. That's not Steven Spielberg. <laughs> well, you said his name, another profession where somebody meets people like that. Yeah. That's all I was yeah. thinking about yeah. the whole time. Like, that's that, all that's not M. Night Shyamalan. Like, that's like... uh, M. Night Ramalot. <laughs> ah, get it. Get it. Um, I was. I was thinking, Jason, you have a lot in common with, with hookers. Interesting. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so. Oh, Lou. Okay, so continuing on our statistical endeavor here. Over the last 12 months, realtors who have hosted an open house alone, 51% said yes. 
Uh, number, let's see here. Over the past 12 months, realtors who have felt unsafe while hosting an open house alone, 23% said yes, and 2% said they don't know. So I guess... 2% of people were not that bright. Um, over the past 12 months, realtors who have shown vacant properties, focus on this one, who have shown vacant properties in areas with poor or no phone coverage. Yeah, that could be a little dicey. 40% what? said yes. Wow. 40% of realtors have done that. Uh, and the last one, over the past 12 months, um, realtors who have felt unsafe while showing those vacant properties in areas with poor or no coverage, 34% said yes. So again, just some crazy, crazy, crazy statistics. Because again, what other professions besides hookers <laughs> are we meeting people in secluded locations? I mean, at least we get to do ours in the daytime. I mean, I guess if you're a hooker, I guess, I guess if you're a full-time hooker, you can do it during the daytime. Well, if it's the, we talked about hooker. we talked about the differences between full-time and part-time on the last episode, so <laughs> that applies. So that applies to hookers too. So if you if you're thinking about becoming a hooker, you have to decide whether you want to be full-time or part-time. But um, yeah, no, no, no. Those are uh, that that's a crazy. Um, a definitely crazy thing. I think you have a couple of bad, like kind of like scary stories, don't you? Yeah. So we're going to get right now into probably the darkest part of this episode. So forewarned, if you're listening to this with children right now, you may want to turn this off. I, I don't usually say that, but uh, yeah, um, this is one of those ones where uh, I want to read two quick stories. Uh, now, these are rare stories, but I feel like they need to be read just to kind of give you an idea as to what's uh going on here so the the first one and again the link to these online news articles will be in the show notes so you can look it up afterwards um the first one actually comes out uh right across the way our brethren over in philadelphia uh mm. the title of this news uh, article is called pa man charged in plot to rape real estate agent oh a Bucks County man is accused of trying to lure a real estate agent into a secluded model home so he could sexually assault her. The Lehigh County D District Attorney's Office said that on November 25th, Frank Yeager, 29, approached the sales office uh, at for Holt Homes at 1613 Windmill Lane, Upper McCungie Township, hopefully I said mm. that right, and asked to see one of the homes. According to court records, police found handwritten notes from Jaeger where he wrote, quote, I truly enjoy the hunt and cannot wait for my prize. I know it's wrong, but I cannot fight the urges. Go into an open house in some new development and no one will hear her scream. Oh my God. Quote. Police that say the real like, estate agent like was a... unharmed in the attempt because she refused to go upstairs with Jaeger, who had lied about a water leak in the model home. After spending 45 minutes alone in the home, Jaeger eventually left after a male co-worker came into the office. When the woman went to the home later, she found the bedroom curtains shut and all the lights off. A description of Jaeger was sent to area real estate agencies. Eventually, numerous reports came back of a man matching Jaeger's turned up at agencies. Investigators say they traced the license plate number of Jaeger's truck. They got a search warrant for Jaeger's Sellersville home where they found a so-called quote 
rape kit. Per an affidavit of probable cause, quote, police seized a knapsack that contained numerous objects, including matches, a lighter, scissors, knives, an electrical cable stripper package, binoculars, a black ski mask, gloves, a rope, two handguns, and ammunition, a metal chain with padlocks and duct tape. Police also found a second roll of duct tape, a crowbar, and realty brochures in the truck. Investigators say they also found vulgar drawings of him binding and raping real estate agents in his truck. Yeager was charged with attempted rape, possessing an instrument of crime and two firearms violations, according to court records. He was sent to Lehigh Prison on $500,000 bail, an attorney listing for him couldn't be found. Okay, so, all right, that's very serious and very upsetting. Yes. And uh, so, okay, so, so did you, so, well, I don't think we need to say anything else about that. That's bad. No, actually, that's I, I, one quick thing, I got to pull the article up real, real quick. Um, just the only thing that I want to mention, um, this one was actually an older article. I believe this was posted uh december let's see here according to the google search this was december 14th 2012 um so still even though this was about 10 years ago no less scary nonetheless uh the next article is from let's see here it was published january 10th 2020 so a year and a half ago okay this one is titled man who attacked real estate agent during showing sentenced. This is out of Commerce City, Colorado. The man who threatened a real estate agent with a knife and sprayed her with bear spray in attempt to rob her was sentenced on Friday to 16 years in prison, according to the 17th Judicial District Attorney's Office. Ernest Robert Chrisman pleaded guilty to attempted aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon and was immediately sentenced. Sentenced, he faced he had faced charges of first degree robbery, aggravated robbery, and second degree assault. He chose to prey on women holding an open house for her real estate business and threatened her with a knife, end quote, said senior district attorney Patrick Freeman. Quote, this is going to leave a lasting scar, Freeman said. She was lucky that she wasn't hurt worse than she was. This was an incredibly violent and premeditated crime, which is reflected in a sentence, end quote. Donwa Heltzer, again, I hope I'm saying that name right, was at a condominium for an open house. A condominium. We'll get back to that in a second. Okay. A condominium for an open house at the Aspen Hills Condominiums at 14700 South 104th Avenue on August 4th, 2019, when Christman showed up and threatened her with a knife. She was preparing for the open house when Christmas walked in and asked to see the home. While showing him the second floor and the master bedroom, Christman cornered her and pulled out a knife. He ordered her to take off her ring and get in the closet. Heltzler, who had a concealed carry permit, retrieved her firearm from her ankle holster and Chrisman sprayed her with bear spray. Quote, my life was in danger, and if I did not have my firearm, I would not be here to talk to you, end quote. Heltzler told Nine News several days after the incident. She fired at Chrisman, who fled the condominium, leaving behind his knife and property brochure with his fingerprints on it. I couldn't see, end quote. She said, quote, my skin was burning. My eyes were on fire. I couldn't see, so I fired, end quote, Helsler said last year. So 
again, a second one. Now, the reason why I emphasize the word condominium association, do we all understand what condominiums are? If it's a high-rise condominium, it's basically like an apartment complex. Right. It's not a secluded property in a, in a or a vacant property in a secluded neighborhood. It's a condominium association. You're literally in a building with, you know, tens of hundreds of, if not thousands of people. I mean, it's crazy to think how crazy some of these guys are. Yeah. Yep. 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 Very uh, upsetting. Uh, so, but I've heard that you, you got, even you guys in your own office have heard, have had some uh, close calls or run-ins or. Oh, oh, oh yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I've, I've been lucky knock on wood up to this point in time in my career. I've not experienced anything too crazy, but, oh, I, I I've talked to people that, um, uh, you know, uh, this is the craziest one. Um, I've heard from at least one, if not multiple women. Um, unfortunately, this is something that happens more to females than it does men. You know, we're, we're, we're business entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. Our phone number's out everywhere. Most of us now don't even have a landline. Um, so we use our cell phones. I can't tell you the number of women I've talked to have, who have been the, the, the receptors of uh, sexts and the nudes. Um, I believe the children are appropriately calling them the dick pics um children yeah like and actually i i I won't say who or where um i won't give any specific details but i know of at least one instance where the the receiver of the nudes was an agent in our office and the sender may or may not have worked in law enforcement just gonna leave it at that just gonna leave it at that um yeah like i said more for women um you know trying to pick realtors up, trying to hook them up. You know, I guess they just assume realtor.com is like Bumble or Tinder <laughs> or Grindr. I don't know. Um, um, two other real quick situations. I had a situation. I'm not laughing where- because I'm not laughing because it's like actually funny. I'm laughing at the absurdity of people's thinking. Yeah. At how dumb people are at absolutely how dumb people are. Um, I actually had one situation I listed a property for an attorney out in Munhall. He was the administrator of a, of a, of a vacant property. Um, he was, we were trying to stave off a uh, short sale uh, because um, it was just for a whole bunch of reasons. And he goes, oh, by the way, when you go over to the house, he goes, you should be good. He goes, I think we got rid of the squatter. We got him out there. We don't think he returned. Yeah. 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 And, and um, I've, I've seen listings where for certain foreclosures can't be shown because there are people living there and they can't get them out. So they just put, you cannot show this property. Uh, there's someone still living there. If you buy this property, it'll be your job to evict them when the time comes. <laughs> I mean, just crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I guess if it was a nice, if it was a good enough house and it was a good enough deal, there's probably people who go, yeah, I think I can make that work. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. That's, that's a little so, more lighthearted than the other stuff you were talking about. But yeah, still, yeah, you guys are, you're definitely dealing with some sticky situations for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the, 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 some of those dick pic situations literally dealing with a sticky situation. Anyways, oh my. Sorry. Oh couldn't my. resist. Oh, next, Let's next, be honest. The children shouldn't be listening to this episode anyways. Yeah, if if, we'll, if we'll, they are. I'll, I'll have the sound effects queued up next episode, but go I ahead. Appreciate so, that. so you want to talk about a few things that, uh, that the, the sort of safety protocols that maybe realtors are kind of like had to put into place to sort of mitigate some of this. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of wrap it up in one general statement, which is this. 
hearing everything you've heard, and obviously those two stories that we read were the extremes uh, of what's going on, but it is something that always goes in the back of our minds as realtors. Um, you know, I've been in I've been in situations where I've literally watched, luckily with clients I knew um, and I had shown houses to before, but I've been in parts of Washington County where I go up over the hill and like literally I watch my my the bars uh, on my reception um tab on my cell phone just fall from four to zero it's crazy right uh but what it comes down to is i'm going to list off just a a couple of different thoughts knowing everything we've talked about now these are some guidelines business practices whatever you want to call them that certain realtors put into play and everything that i've talked about up until this point are reasons why realtors will do this. Um, And so if your realtor asks you to do this, know that they're not trying to be a pain in your ass. They're not trying to be difficult. They're not trying to make your life harder. They're trying to just make sure that they protect themselves and they protect their families and they protect their businesses. So if you call up uh, an agent out of the blue, don't be alarmed if they ask to meet you for the first time in their office or a neutral location, have a quick meeting with you to meet you before you you go out an appointment to see a house. Maybe they'll meet you at your office or maybe a Starbucks or a Panera or somewhere local. Uh, They might ask you for your ID or they might ask for certain contact information. They might want a first and last name. They might want a phone number, an email address. Um, They might ask you to sign a a, a contract to work with them. I do know some agents um, that are, are far enough along in the business um, and do well enough that if you don't want to sign with them up front, they're okay with letting you go because they got enough business. They might ask you to be pre-approved so that they know you're serious and that you're working with a lender um, to make sure you're pre-approved. You should be doing um, anyways. You should be doing it anyways. Go back and that? listen to her. Yeah. You should be doing it anyways. We we yes. talked about this. Get the financials together first. But go ahead. Yes. Call, call Jim Martin. And, uh, you know, or some of the more unconventional things that you might see, um, you know, more than one realtor might show up to show the house. It might be two realtors instead of one. Um, you know, in terms of an open house, you might have multiple agents running an open house. That's actually not uncommon if it's a bigger house anyways. If it's a 6,000 square foot home, it actually helps to have two or three agents work in the open house. Um, you may also have agents that only want to show during the daytime. I know that's not a real big ordeal in June and July when it's light until nine o'clock outside. But when we get to December and it starts getting dark at quarter to five, you know, don't be upset if they don't want to show properties, especially, you know, unfortunately areas and neighborhoods that don't have the best, um, you know, crime rate to begin with, you know, don't be alarmed if they don't want to go into an unfamiliar territory, you know, after dark. And these are just some examples. I'm not saying these are all the examples, but these are just some things that if a realtor asks you to do it again, they're not trying to be difficult. They're just trying to make sure they protect themselves because you don't know them Keep in mind, they don't know you. Yep. Absolutely. So, guys, keep this in mind, you know, as you're out there doing your uh, thing. If you had asked these things, it's, it's, they're just they're just trying to be safe because they, they can find themselves in uh, uncomfortable situations and yep. sometimes even worse than that. Any final thoughts or is that where you, what you want to leave us with for today, Jason? I think just kind of to reiterate again, you know, if they do this, um, if they ask you to do something that doesn't seem – you know, if you as the consumer don't think it's reasonable or you don't understand why they're doing it, again, they're just trying to protect themselves. They're trying to protect their families. They're trying to protect their business. We understand, we respect, um, we honor those people that go into professions 
where they know they're putting themselves, quote, in the line of fire every day. You know, we have great a great deal of respect for our police and fire and EMS and nurses and people who go into the armed services. They go in knowing what they signed up for. We as realtors did not get into the business of making sure we have to make sure. I mean, I know no one does, but, you know, as realtors, you may not think about safety implications that would need to be made in our business, but they do. And so again, they're not trying to be difficult. They're just trying to make sure they protect themselves because at the end of the day, just like police, fire, EMS, nurses, doctors, um, armed services, we all wanna go home to our families. That's all we wanna do. We wanna go home to our families and we wanna make sure that we're all safe. Okay, and on that, thank you so much, Jason, for uh, kind of uh, giving us this, uh, uh, you know, you know, sort of broader picture of what, uh, you know, some of the things that happen in the real estate uh, business, things that we have to be aware of. And uh, I think that we'll all now have a little bit, uh, you know, hey, you know, we got it. We got it. He wants to meet at a public place first to get the information. That's, yeah, we totally understand. It's all good. Uh, you know, we, he wants to see my ID, of course. Like, you know, in today's world, let's just, you know, let's just like be courteous and help him out. Um, on that, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can contact Jason uh, at 412-651-4638. He is waiting with bated breath to be your real estate advisor. He can't wait. He lays awake at night looking at his phone, waiting for you to call or text. And that number again is 412-651-4638. Jason.Wilcox at PittsburghMoves.com. Great show. Different, a little bit of a different thing. I actually had like... um, some crazy sound effects and everything I was going to play. Uh, but when he started talking like about like the, like some of the serious stories, I was like, it's not appropriate. <laughs> so, so I want to start working that in a future podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. We'll catch you all on the next really real real estate podcast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.